2 Corinthians chapter 2. I got, hey, I got just a little bit of good news I can share with y'all concerning, concerning my, my health. Uh, I, uh, I went down for testing this week. Last time I had a test, they said that the, uh, the blood work didn't look right and that uh, it didn't look like I could continue with the treatments that they were saying was my last hope, which Jesus is always our last hope. But anyway, I went down this time and had the blood work done, and the guy come in and said, it looks good. Let's keep rocking and rolling. So, uh, so uh, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to be healed too, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. St. Corinthians chapter 2, and uh, look at verse 12. Furthermore, I came to Charles to preach Christ's gospel, a door was opened unto me of the Lord. A door was opened unto me of the Lord. I'm going to talk to you about the Lord being your doorkeeper, an open door. Revelations chapter 3. Go over there. A door was opened to me of the Lord. Revelations chapter 3. Y'all see me? I'm trying to use this old Bible. Trying to not admit that I need the new one. <laughs> Who, who, someone's, Mike's wife, that's who it was, had the same big crib Bible. Where are you at, sweetheart? Raise your hand. Yeah, them big crib Bibles come in handy, don't they? Yes, they do. <laughs> Revelations chapter 3 and uh, look at verse 20. No, look at verse 7. Go to verse 7 first. Revelations 3 and verse 7. No, look at verse 8. <laughs> Verse 8, verse 8 says, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door. No man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength and hast kept my word and hast not denied my name. I have set before you an open door and no man can shut it. When I went to Charles, there was an open door of the Lord set before me. The Lord set an open door before me. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, you are our doorkeeper. You're our strength. You're our wisdom. Lord, every service don't have to be the same. We don't have to fall in the floor and, 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 and have an explosion every time we're here. But we expect you now to meet us in your word. We expect you to speak to us. We expect you to impart wisdom to us. And everybody's receiving that said amen. 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 The Lord is our doorkeeper. Listen, listen to what I'm going to tell you. Man's not your doorkeeper. Man don't open doors and shut doors for you. Circumstance is not your doorkeeper. You say, well, if I, if I only had this rake in my life, like that buddy had that rake in his life, if I had, this, if I had that kind of rake in my life, no, that, that's, that's not your doorkeeper. That's not, that's not what you need. Uh, 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 your background, if I'd have come from a different place, if I'd have come from a different financial setting, that's not, that's not, that don't make any difference. Well, my family, I don't have the family that you have. That doesn't make any difference. The Lord is your doorkeeper. Your circumstances not, your family's not, your background's not. The Lord is your doorkeeper. Listen, he, he sets before you a door. When he sets before you a door, he's the only one that can open it. When he sets before you a door, he's the only one that can shut it. So if you're saved, 
It's the Lord that's keeping your door. He opens and he shuts. It's the Lord keeping them. So doors, let me lay a little groundwork. Doors in my mind are like a, a season or a stage or, a, or a, 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 a transition in our life. When one door opens, I find that the one behind me shuts. When one door shuts, I find that one before me opens. And while one door is shutting and I'm waiting in the hallway, it can be hell in the hallway while I'm waiting on that second door to open. But I always know that because that back door is shut, as the door in front of me going to open. Amen, everybody? And, 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 and if you're not careful, you can get caught in between the, the, the doors with a yes, sir, or a no, sir, and you can wind up with an alt, sir, because you'll worry yourself to death because you can't see what's about to happen, but God knows what's about to happen. The door is an in-between place. It's a place between this where I'm at and where I need to be. It's an in-between place. It, it grants access. It's, it's how I get from the room that I'm in into the room that I desire to be in. That's a door. If I want to go down that hallway, I have to go through that, through that door. Uh, if you think about this, if I'm at a door, if it's a door before me, it means that I'm not too far from where I'm trying to go because it's only one step between me and the next room, and that one step is just through that door. Y'all didn't hear what I just said. I said, when God sets a door before you, you're almost where you want to be. There's just one step between you and where you want to be. There's one step through the door, one step between sickness and health. There's one step between poverty and blessing. There's one step between misery and mercy. There's one step between lack and abundance. There's one step from sin unto salvation. There's just one step. When you come and the God that we serve sets a door before you, it's just one step. He's your doorkeeper. It's just one decision, just one day. Just one, one step. You're, listen, you're, if, if you say, hey, there's a door before me today that's, that I'm not sure of, that it's shut, or I, I don't know whether I should step through it or not, let me promise you something. You're closer than you thought you was. You're closer than you thought you was. Let me talk to you about some different doors, if I can. Doors are, we often think of a shut door. A locked door, a door that's locked. We think of it as protection. If you, if you see a door that's, that's locked, you think, well, they're, they're keeping me out. That door's locked, so they're keeping me out of going through that door. But see, here's another thing. If a door's locked, I mean, at, when you go to bed at night, why, why do you check the doors? Don and I lay down to go to sleep at night. She'll, every time she'll do it, she'll say, have you checked the doors? And I'll go, yes, ma'am. I'll get up and check them again for you if you want me to. And I go check the doors. And then she don't know it, but I always, right before I cut out the line, I look to make sure that 38's laying right side the bed, too. Yeah. And that's as good as a shut door, isn't it? Yeah. But, uh, and, uh, <laughs> but uh, I shouldn't have told that. That's something I shouldn't have told. You just know if you're going to break in on me, don't do it while I'm asleep, right? (laughs) 
But a shut door, listen, a shut door also keeps the enemy out. When God shuts a door, it's not only to keep you out, but it's to keep the enemy out. Let me say that again. When God shuts a door, it's not only to keep you out, but it's to keep the enemy out. Here's what you need to understand about God shutting doors. God sees what, what you can't. And I say this all the time. I'm going to say it again here. We can see down the road. God can see down the road, around the corner, and around another corner, and up the next street. He knows everything that's ahead of you. So when he shuts doors, it's to protect you. So if it's not working out, and you wanted it too bad, I mean, you want it to work out, and it's just not working out. Let me tell you something. Let me, let me promise you this. Your doorkeeper knows what's best for you. You need to learn how to shout and give God praise over a closed door, even when you wanted it to work out and it didn't. You just need to be able to say, you know what? He sees my past from my beginning, from my end. All things work together for the good to those who are called according to his purpose. I'm just going to give God some praise because he knows what he's doing. I don't know what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. God, if you want to shut that door, you go ahead and shut that door. It's all right with me, God. I remember uh, it was around 1998, maybe 2000, and uh the man who, who founded the TV station here in Greenville, he's dead now. He's been with Jesus for a while. But uh, Mr. Jimmy Thompson, he and his wife founded the station here. And I was up there one night, and he said, Brother Steve, the Lord spoke to me. I want to, I want to give you uh, some equipment. He gave me a whole editing. He gave me three cameras, a, all the equipment, the editing suite, everything. All I had to do was bring it in and set it up. We were, we were ready to go. He, he said, I just felt like the Lord wants you to be on TV. Of course, he's wanting me to buy TV time from him, right? But he gave me all that equipment. And uh, he said, I want you to take it and set it up. So we brought it in. We plugged it up. We set it up. We got it to working. We was using it. Carl, you was here then. You remember that. And we were using it. And uh, you can shake your head that I'm telling the truth. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and we were, you know, learning how to use it. I had laying on my desk, my office at that time was over here, and, and uh, I had laying on my desk two contracts, one, one, really three. I had one for uh, the, the station here in Greenville. I had one for a station in Atlanta, and I had one for that we were talking to Fox 21 in Greenville here about. And uh, I drove up in the back driveway one day, I'm talking about if the Lord shuts the door, if the Lord shuts the door. And, and I was kind of excited about thinking about I got these contracts. I think I'm going to go, you know, we're going to, the elders and I have been talking. We're going to, might, might be going to go ahead and sign these things and send them in and, 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 and get this ministry on TV around here. And, uh, and uh, I heard the Lord say, I didn't tell you to do that. I said, Lord. They, the man gave me the equipment, Jesus. And I heard the Lord say, I didn't tell him to do that. I said, Lord. But Lord, this is a good offer. And I'm pulling into the driveway arguing with the Lord, right? <laughs> About what, what to do and what not to do. And this verse of Scripture literally came to my mind. Go with me over in Psalms. Psalms chapter 141. When the Lord shuts a door, this is a verse of Scripture you can stand on. 
Psalms 141. And go to verse, let's look at verse 3. Go to verse 2. It says, let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense. The lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Now watch. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. And, and what that meant to me that day was shut up about it. <laughs> Just keep the door of my lips. When, when God says no, then it, he means no. Is everybody okay? If he says do it now, and you, Lord, I don't want to do it. Amen. He means do it now. Do it. And if he says no, then all you can say is, Lord, keep, keep the door of my lips. Please help me. Once it's settled, I don't need to keep them out. You know, if, if I tell my kids, if, when I've had children, small children, if I told them no, and one or two of them probably here and shake their head at me, if I told them no and, and they kept mouthing at me, it didn't end well. And the mouth, this one I had out of the three was my daughter. I still love her. I love her, but she's but uh, she gonna be mad at me now for telling that, isn't she? So I came in. I came on down. Came into the office that day, and there was a brother in the next town over that had a, a TV, a TV ministry. And I called him up and I said, "Listen, <clears throat> I had this TV equipment over here. Would you like it?" He said, "Well, what do you want for it?" And I said, "No." If you want it, you can have it. He was here in 30 minutes. Literally, he was here in 30 minutes. Boom, loading that stuff up. Just that quick, Landon. Boom, God shut the door. When God shuts the door, he means it's shut. Can I get an amen out of somebody? In it's Friday afternoon. You've had a long week. There's two piles of dirty clothes laying in the hallway in front of the washing machine. Your dirty drawers are still in the bathroom where you took a shower this morning. Uh, there's dirty dishes all in the sink left over from breakfast or whatever. And you see a car full up in the driveway outside and your phone rings and you, somebody says, Hey, we were just in the neighborhood and thought we'd stop by for a little while. And you look at your kids and your wife, you say, quick, grab everything. And you start throwing, you start throwing dirty dishes in the dishwasher with the clean dishes. You, 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 your wife and everybody else start grabbing up dirt, dirty clothes and everything that's out of place. And, and you take it all and you put it and you take it and you say, take it to the front room. And you run it all to the front room and you shut the door because you don't want nobody to see all that mess in there in the front door, in the front room. And you make sure while your guest is there, nobody goes in that room. <laughs> Who's never done that? <laughs> Who has done that? Yeah, see, look, everybody's saying, 